Hi, welcome to the Employco USA HR podcast. I'm Rob Wilson, and with me is my partner, Scott Wilson. Hello. And younger brother. Hello. And uh, Jason Eisenhardt, our vice president of HR. Hi, everyone. And Nikki Navarro, working the boards. So thanks for joining us today. Uh, the uh, Our topic today is, uh, is, is some that's taken a, a, a pretty big uh, interest with the tightening job market. Last week's job numbers came out with 250,000 new jobs that were hired across the country. One of the strongest months over the uh, over the past 12 months. Unemployment's down to 3.7. So our topic is attracting and retaining talented employees. You know, you, it's uh, the days are over where you could throw up an ad somewhere and have uh, have 20 people apply for it. So yeah, the economy is booming, which is great for the country, but it's rough for the uh, hiring employment employer. market. Yeah, right. yeah and then you have people poaching your employees, so it's like a double whammy, double edged sword. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the stati- it's a pretty high statistic right now that you're over uh, 60% of employees are not necessarily going to be looking for a job, but either they're looking for a job or they're being recruited uh, at your company yeah. by being poached by somebody else. So it's not nece- it's a high statistic, so it's not necessarily that your, your employees, uh, more than half your employees are out looking. It's that they're being approached. They're being looked at, yeah. And, you know, we all get calls all, all the time. Yep. And, all the time. Uh, so uh, let's talk about, uh, as we talk about attracting, uh, attracting, you know, one of the things that uh, we were talking about before we started recording was the, uh, you know, the cost of turnover. So, and, uh, and now you, as, you, as companies are growing and growing and adding people, will, uh, you know, how do you attract, what's the best way to attract new, new hires? Yeah, and that cost of turnover, the Society of Human Resource Management, or SHRM, has calculated recently to say it's on average about six to nine months of salary to replace a salaried employee. So not only are those hard dollar costs to recruit and put a job at or hire a recruiter, but there's the soft dollar costs of lost knowledge, lost institutional knowledge, having other people in the department lost productivity to pick yeah, up the slack. Yeah, because you're going to make those people uncomfortable yeah. because they're going to be picking up not only their own job, but part of that person that's And then that's there's probably job. lower morale for having to work harder and longer yeah. and... Yeah. yeah, where's that file on the network drive? Oh, Betty knew where that was. Exactly. Well, Betty's no longer here. Right. So, not that necessarily Betty, but, so. but uh, you know, when you're the – so it's more than placing an ad. You can work with recruiters. We've got a recruiting division. You know, but however you, uh, you get the person, you know, you've got to attract them to pass the ad, pass the phone call. And uh, so there's several areas I think that you need to look at, take a hard look at as an organization of what – of what is going to attract uh, a person to come to your company, and you know today not just the attraction, but and when you find that person, it's the, the days of I've got fifty people, I'm going to hire someone. You're selling that person as much as they're selling you. Right, they're no longer just a number. Right. Yeah, you almost need to have a sales pitch ready to go to get that candidate who might be on the fence between you and two or three other employers, and salary just doesn't cut it anymore. There might be some ancillary type things we need to to attract them with. Right. And so salary's in your top top four at this point. Sure. And onboarding is an important thing because you want them to hit the ground running. Right. You don't want someone to finally you get the person and they don't know what to do. And you know, one of the most important areas in the top four uh, ranks higher than salary is benefits. And the, the days of just offering health insurance are over. So it's not just health insurance. It's a, it's a comprehensive benefit package. Yeah, we, we recommend with our clients, we t- look at it as a total compensation package. So what's your pay? How much is the value of your paid time off? How much are your health insurance benefits that the company is contributing towards? How much does the company match in a 401k? 
all those combined can give you like a total compensation package and employers are wise to communicate that to employees. Yeah, they get more mileage for it. Right. And so, so Jason, let's talk about that employee benefit package. So your ideal, your ideal company has uh, you know, your health insurance, a couple different options. Like in our case, we offer to our clients eight different, uh, eight different PPO options to choose from. But you've got, it goes a, a lot deeper than health insurance today. Right. So obviously one of the first things candidates and employees for retention purposes think about is medical. That's the highest cost. And obviously that's an important piece, but there's also other common ones like dental and vision and life insurance. But we recommend, and what part of our portfolio includes some of the ancillary ones that people are really starting to think about, like LifeLock or tuition reimbursement, tuition payments, or pet insurance, some of yeah. those kind of peripheral ones. That, Education opportunities. Yeah, right. Yeah, we, uh, I was, when we first brought in, uh, our, uh, Scott and our, our father had first brought in about 10 years ago, let's offer pet insurance to our clients. And we were like, you're crazy. <laughs> crazy. Who's going to buy pet insurance? And hundreds of people buy pet yeah, insurance. That's really popular. And, yeah. so, and you can get a better program through an employee benefit package. And, and LifeLock so there's things other than you know, health insurance extremely important, but uh, when you look at short and long-term disability, you look at uh, a 529 plan. How many small businesses have a 529 plan? Probably not a lot. Right. Uh, credit union, surprisingly, you know, credit unions are, are, are still a perk to some people. And those are all things, too, that not only do they cost money for the small business to run, they need people to run it. So that's where they're at a double disadvantage. And yeah, Jason, just ro- you rolled out for uh, for our clients a new program with a company called Peanut Butter. Yeah, it's a student loan repayment program where employers can help employees who have active student loans repay their student loans faster. So maybe the employee is paying a certain dollar amount per month, and the company is going to match fifty dollars, a hundred dollars per month to help speed up the repayment process for that student to repay their loans. And obviously, with millennials taking a such a large Mm-hmm. percentage of our workforce now such a large percentage of millennials have open outstanding student loans it's a really exciting benefit to kind of lure them in and keep them yeah, in it allows the company to partnership and benefiting from their right. education exactly so you've got you've got benefits you've got salary uh, another couple areas lifestyle your mm-hmm. you know what are your hours are you telecommuting are you are you working are you in your office? Are you in? You out? What are your? In some businesses, they're not allowed to telecommunicate. Right. Telecommute because of just the nature of the business. But that's a, you're really seeing a lot of that again. And you know, what you're seeing too is as your the, the culture is changing amongst the generations. So, you know, as you look at the the previous generation, the couple of generations, it wasn't uncommon for you to be putting in sixty hour work weeks. You're in at seven. You know, you're it, you're get here when it's dark. You leave when it's dark. Now you're the not to generalize, but millennials are a little bit different. They're, right. uh, they want the, the work-life balance. That's right, it, and they're willing the to, the to, to dial in at night, so they're they're always connected to their mobile devices and willing to answer emails or phone calls at, at night, maybe when they're home. But they also then want that flexibility to maybe leave when they want to leave and take care of some family business or cultural or in volunteer opportunities and things like that. And Nikki's looking across it <laughs> and it's going. I'm not a typical millennial. <laughs> no. <laughs> Though you're probably right past the millennial age. So. Yeah, and some companies offer the uh, another perk, as, um, and it's not that much of an expense to maybe have one half a day paid time off per year where maybe they, they shut down the office for half a day or a day to offer all employees the opportunity to volunteer at their, their kind of favorite local charity. Or maybe they group together as a team to go to a soup kitchen or something to to donate that kind of team or department. 
Um, a lot of employees really appreciate that opportunity to give back and have a sense of purpose. And especially the millennials, really, uh, that's a, kind of one of their top, great top idea. focus ideas. Yeah. Right. And you look at your PTO as a vacation, the sick time, your, uh, your time off is, uh, that you offer as a company is an important factor to somebody. And that can be negotiated. So if, if, if a company wants to offer a certain VIP candidate, lure them in a little bit more, and this is more on the attracting side, you can negotiate. Instead of a standard two weeks of vacation, maybe you offer them 13 days or three weeks or something like that sure. to really get them in. Yeah, and I think you also need to be creative with your, call it your perks, not your necessarily your benefits, uh, but the perks that you might offer to somebody, like you said, to donate uh, your time to a charity, but your company events. Uh, are they you know, the fun events? And this kind of ties into your culture at the same time. You're, you're, you know, between the perks and the culture, is sure. it, you know, we just did uh, a combination of, of the two. We just wrapped up today. We extended a week. We did... Uh, oh, for uh, breast cancer breast research, cancer. everyone can wear uh, yeah. purple. You get to wear jeans to work well, on most Wednesdays. People, most people wore pink, though. Or pink, sorry. <laughs> My bad. Colorblind. I'm wearing pink, actually, right now with <laughs> jeans, so... So, and that was a case where, you know, Scott and I, we match it. I, I think we double or we triple, double whatever triple. the, uh, whatever the, but it gives a, an opportunity for uh, the employees have some fun. You get to, you get to wear jeans and uh, it goes to a great cause. Yeah. And even kind of along those lines, a lot of companies are now doing social events. I mean, companies have done social events for a while, but it doesn't have to be high cost. It could be, yeah, a pizza party in the lunchroom to, to kind of, uh, honor Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and then people from different departments get to work together, build camaraderie that maybe they don't normally do throughout their work time, and that helps to build some of the culture. Sure. I just spoke to a client on Friday that was do- having a, an axe throwing party. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, a little creative. Yeah. Loss control probably loves that. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast, especially yeah. if there's alcohol involved. No, wow. there, there was no drinking involved, but uh, yeah, axe throwing. Wow, that's yeah. a new one. The uh, but culture, I think, is is really important. So, yeah, I was goofing around just playing with letters and stuff, and you know, I came up with the three E's. You got employee engagement, environment, and economics. So it's like the pay, copyright, run things. So it's a three employee goes three E's <laughs> of employee engagement. So. so as you roll over to uh, the retention, uh, you've attracted them. Now you've got to onboard them and. Uh, and retain them. Uh, onboard them and retain not just your new employees, but your current ones, because those, your current employees, they're the ones getting the calls from recruiters and, and yeah. other, other companies. Or their friends are, and their friends are saying, do you know anyone that can do this? And then, right. you know, their friends are getting their, yeah, so it's coming from all angles. You know, so we touched on on, uh, on benefits. So as we as we look at, uh, as, at my list, which, you know, we've, as we were making notes, benefits and vacation is, uh, is important. But... Uh, when you look at another area, it's it's advancement. So advancement yeah, good the point. company. So what's your career advancement? And and that rates fairly high in uh, in people today. Of where's where's my direction going within the company? And a lot of times employees aren't just focused maybe on their traditional career path from a, a, a coordinator to a manager to a director. Maybe they're interested in going to a different department, and and so that can only be discovered through maybe one on one meetings with the manager talking to their employee both informal conversations, maybe five minutes once a week on some informal topics, like, hey, how's everything going, any roadblocks? And then maybe a little bit more structured and formal and like, hey, what what are you seeing? Do you have any interest in any other depart- departments in the company? And, and obviously, really, the VIP, the talented people, the high potential employees, we really want to focus on to make sure we're capturing them, their ideas, we're, we're kind of 
making sure we're aware of their aspirations and goals. And our company personally, we've done that a number of times. We yeah. move people from payroll to accounting, accounting to payroll, from security to IT. I mean, it just, you exactly. name it, we've done that numerous times. And it's great because it allows the person to expand and grow. And it benefits your organization because you have the trust of that person of knowing them that you don't have to bring someone new in that you're hiring yeah. with then. So I think it's a win-win situation. Right. And uh, the uh, you know, any type of perks you can offer with uh, along with that. And one of the things that we do and we recommend as you as you look at how you can set yourself apart and, and get that feedback is your employee surveys. So we've we've used that. That's a great point. We've yeah. used the, our employee surveys to uh, highlight what uh, what people are satisfied with and their, and their recommendations. And, yeah. the, and the more you can have, make employees feel or have them trust that it truly is anonymous, the better, the more accurate the results will be, and they're not just and inflating. And it's taken serious, too. Exactly, yeah. So if employers have no interest in changing, we just want to get a pulse for the company, we'd recommend you don't even do the survey. But if you have real intentions to make changes, to listen to the employee feedback, and where appropriate, make some, some changes and improvements in the company, that's a win-win for everyone. And Jason came to us with that, and it's really improved the overall environment and i think the outlook of the company when you talk to different employees i mean it's because yeah. we do we do literally make changes based yeah we know where to focus our efforts on and then we hold focus groups to get employee suggestions on okay here are the three or four lower scoring areas what do you suggest employee group that we do to change it well here's one suggestion then people start feeding off of it and then we might get an idea we've never even thought of before to, to make an improvement mm-hmm. yeah it's fantastic i highly recommend that and you've, uh, uh, not that this goes for attention, but getting, uh, it goes towards your culture and getting company feedback is you, know, you put together a suggestion box in a, in, a, in a quiet area where no one would know. And uh, those suggestions go towards, clearly someone has a desire or a comment to make things better or change things or mix things up. So to use those whenever possible is, is great. Yeah, and you know, I thought when we put it up, it was in our kitchen that we get an ego in it next to the because <laughs> it's right by the toaster. But we've only gotten really good suggestions, so no egos or toast in there. So. Yeah, employees don't have to wait for the annual or semi-annual survey. And for employees who really do worry about anonymity and oh, I think they can track my IP address. You can handwrite something, you sure. type it up, no idea who who's putting these notes in the suggestion boxes. Paste the cutout letters from the <laughs> magazine on a blank sheet of paper and drop it in, right? So I think when you look at your you know, rewards program and uh, appreciation to your employees, which all that ties into your yeah. uh, into your culture. So the culture can be a very very important uh, a part of your retention program. You know, if, if you're if it's a nasty place to work, I don't care how much you're getting paid, yeah, people yeah. are not going to be happy. Yep. And even just one bad apple can start a ripple effect where we employers want to get that bad apple out as quickly as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Though along with the engagement, um, one of the things that we also started doing is quarterly meetings kind of a state of the union and I think that's a really good form of engagement because everybody gets to have a lunch hang out together with different departments and hear how the company is doing. So that way there's no, well, we don't know what's going on or anything like that. It's, I think it's a really good engagement. Mm-hmm. The employees get to be exposed to upper management, which maybe some kind of baseline employees don't typically interact with the president or executive staff. It's a great way for everyone to kind of get the look and feel of how the company operates, what's the culture even at the top, and I think mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. But I think all in all what we want to do is get a convey – that there's ways to engage your employees, work on your environment. It's not just pay-based. Right. So I think in doing that, you're going to have a better, well-rounded staff and a well, much more 
like a couple of years ago, if it was if it was salary and you didn't offer self health insurance, you know, you may not win. Right. Now it's it's not just salary or, pay, or your rate of pay and health insurance, but it's also what is my vacation, what does the culture look like? Yep. You know, what where's my room for advancement? Yeah, we recommend you continuously evaluate that. So things change fairly frequently in in the HR and employment world. So take a look at it or give us a call. Yeah, send any questions you have or comments, uh, you can send them to uh, hr at employco.com or info at employco.com. We'd be glad to help. And if uh, if we get another podcast in the next couple of weeks, uh, just did a great interview with Associate Press on holiday parties. Yeah, uh, fun. And what to do. you know, with the Me Too movement, we're getting a lot of calls. I know Jason in the HR department on uh, what to do with parties. Is uh, you know daytime, night? Is it lunch event, dinner event? Is it couple? Is it you know, uh, significant others, mm-hmm. or is it uh, alcohol? Is it chaperones? So it's a, a ton of questions. With uh, as as Me Too has really reshaped uh, a lot of the environment. Yep. So. But thanks for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you downloading our podcast, uh, either SoundCloud us on or iTunes. Social or media, Twitter, Facebook, kind of all the above. Right, at Employco on at Twitter. At Employco on Twitter. So thanks for joining us, and uh, we look forward to uh, being with you on our next podcast. Thank you. Thank you, everyone.